So welcome along to this bonus bite-sized match build-up show this week as Saints are preparing for their Carabao Cup encounter with Leicester City uh, Tuesday night. Now, unfortunately, I didn't manage to find time or some battery to speak to a Leicester fan this week because I forgot my laptop and its charger over the weekend. But you can go over to our Facebook page where we spoke to 100% LCFC in their preview show on Monday night. So go over there and uh, if you've got time, do check it out if you can. But for this week's episode, I do find time to speak to our favourite pirate of the internet as seen on the Saints FC podcast and uh, writing for us sometimes for our blog on the uglyinsidetv.com. And if I do sound a little worse for wear or sound a little worse for wear, and it is because of our, I suppose, after Saturday's sorrows, we were both feeling the effects of a small hangover. So uh, let's get into this week's show. Do let us know if you're heading up to Leicester's The King Power on Tuesday night. Do let us know if we think we're going to escape from some perils from the Premier League. So welcome along to our bonus match build-up show and another guest face, or you could say a guest blogger for us now, appeared a few times on the Saints FC podcast, but he's been desperate to come on the show, uh, William Porteous Blythe, the complete pirate, uh, pirate alias. How are you, mate? Yeah, I'm all right. Yeah, not as hungover as you. I'm doing, I'm doing okay, but you've got more reason to be hungover than I, so there you go. We're going to power through this build-up show. So, I mean, as usual then, we're... Uh, We'll take a, a quick look back at, uh, and remind ourselves of yet another disappointing day. Yeah. Uh, obviously, uh, Saturday, uh, a defeat at Fulham. You know, Let's start off with the goals, though, first of all. Three unmarked goals. The defending, once again, wouldn't look yeah. out of place on a Sunday league pitch and nowhere near tight enough and no tensity at all. Yeah, no. I mean, the, I think the last one was the worst for me, the Mitrovic. I think that was the last one that he scored. And it was just hysterical. You know, Suarez, you can't have him like, you know, um, facing up to, to anybody. He's absolutely hopeless. He's a little dwarf. But having said that, he created the Armstrong goal, which is an absolute beautiful bit of football, you know. So you kind of had this contrast. And, and at the moment, it seems like we're trying. I mean, we did have a lot of, lot of, a lot of the ball and we looked very, very comfortable in front of goal. Um, but as soon as we put under any form of pressure, it's like that back four bunches up, you know, gets magnetized towards the ball. And then the next thing you know, oh, they've scored you know all that hard work all that two weeks of hard work is undone um and Hoyt down there as well uh you know we I think you know what I'm talking about when he's trying to hold the ball up in the corner I mean good god you know stick it in Rosette who cares you know chance of scoring from a throw in you know minimal and um I think it's just I feel I feel for Mark Hughes. God, did I just say that? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I, I do write for you guys sometimes and, and lambast him, but also I feel sorry for him. But at the end of the day, it's like, you know, it's, it's kind of like what's happening politically. If you get rid of Theresa May, who the hell are you going to get? If you get rid of Mark Hughes, who are you going to get? You know, it's like, Big Sam, no thanks. Stay away from that, to be honest, in my opinion. Like, but yeah, it is it is basic defending, and we just cannot get the basics right at the back. You know, it's, it's totally expected at the moment, and it's becoming tiresome. We're sick of yeah. the sight of it. You know, we take the lead, we invite pressure, and we lose the lead. It almost went exactly to script what I spoke to uh, with John last week. Yeah, no, absolutely. That was a, that was a great show, actually. It was a great pre-match show. Um, but having said that I, I I did feel and I might have been a bit under the influence of, of some Sainsbury's own brew but um, I think 
we did we did play damn well. We really did deserve to get something from that game. Having said that, if you do defend like you know schoolboys, you you can't really kind of say that. But Armstrong's goals were brilliant. Like he burst into the box, scored that first goal. The second one was a beautiful shot, top right hand corner. You know that that does need to be highlighted. Um, I didn't. I wasn't like paying full attention to the match the entirety of the game. I'll, I'll be perfectly honest. Um, but I'd say I've got about ninety percent of it. And what I saw was like, how the hell? How the hell are we three three two? How did we lose that three two? We had so much, and we had eight on target. You know, sixty odd percent of the ball. When we still conspired to lose, I, I don't know how how that's even achievable. But we achieved it. We just you can't take advantage of of our uh, 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 so I suppose ascendancy. We can't take advantage of it. You know, yeah. I just say, but two wonderful goals from Stuart Armstrong coming up to well getting into that run up to Christmas and that that run of games we've got coming up in the Prem. It looks it looks pretty damn scary, you know. Um, but the obviously the only thing we do have to look forward to outside of the Prem is the, the League Cup and then the the FA Cup. But that, I don't know, I almost like, I prefer to just crack on with the Prem, really, to be honest, and just forget the League Cup. Because when Obafemi came on yesterday, um, bless his heart, but he, he was too late. He couldn't influence the game. Austin was a complete shadow. He, was, he wasn't, I didn't even know, genuinely, I didn't see the starting lineup until at halftime, and I didn't even know who was on the pitch. That, I mean, is that fair? Is that fair to say that? Because I really didn't even notice he was on the pitch. No, it's, it is fair to say that. A lot of people said to me after the game, you know, on Saturday, where was Austin? It was, it was pretty much a shadow, a, a ghost, you know. Yeah. Um, actually, watching back the highlights on match the day, uh, the first two clips, in fact, he was on the ball and he pushed uh, players off so that he could lead up to Armstrong's goal. But yeah, yeah, yeah. Those, I think that's about yeah. it from the highlights, you know, uh, sort of put himself a little bit about. And and actually, some of us would say Mario Lamina was the best player on the pitch yesterday, but wasn't highlighted that in, on the highlights. Yeah, and I think, yeah, Obafemi, um, yeah, when he did come in, he, he come on, he looked all right, but he looks like a child he looks like a little boy. How in the hell are we ever going to progress or expect these players to progress in a relegation fight? It's totally unfair. When we came up through the leagues, we had all that. I mean, yeah, you know, we still had to play competitive football and, and expect to get the results. But we had there was an element of like forgive, forgiveness, you know, and time. And we don't have either of those. We can't afford to just carry players anymore. And frankly, we're carrying Charlie bloody Austin. How much is he on a week? And you've got little Abafemi, you know, it's like, Christ, you know, who do you, who do you give more time to? The, the kind of schoolboy, he's a great player, but all Charlie Austin, the millionaire, it's like, you know, rock and hard place, you know, just I'll go on and score a few goals. Honestly, give me a chance, you know? Yeah, uh, maybe maybe try and pitch that to Mark Hughes. Get yourself down to Staplewood in midweek because we uh, we certainly. Boy, Sparky. <laughs> <laughs> but I suppose it, I suppose it is a chance for some of the fringe players to return to the f- first team um, on Tuesday night. You know, obviously yeah. this game is a postponed fixture uh, because of the of the helicopter disaster with Leicester's owner. But we, yeah, we sneak yeah. through, um, you know, the last round virtue of a penalty shootout. We employed a three-four-three or three-five-two, whatever. We saw yeah. some uh, appearances from Angus Gunn. He's clearly going to be our cup keeper this year. Jack Stevens, yeah. Bednarek, Target all played that day. Target yeah. played on Saturday. But it is a chance to see some of the players that were yeah. on the bench on Saturday, so the likes of Gunn back in the team, you know, Davis, Vestergaard, Warprouse, and Obafemi to, to feature against Leicester. Yeah, but you see, you've listed all those players, Freddie, and not there isn't one scrap 
of excitement that I have for any of those players. That's terrible. I really do not enjoy saying that. Um, I mean, whether it's a prospect of, of, of playing away and losing, uh, wrapped up in that, and the, the whole you know lack of excitement I have for the entire process, I don't know. But all those players you've listed, they've already, they're not necessarily fringe as such. They've all featured because Hughes has made so many goddamn changes that we've kind of almost they've all they've all been tied with the same brush, haven't they? There's no there's no like you know other Femi's like this new sort of like he's meant to be our not saving grace but our hope, um, as was Harrison Reed, worthy, and and it's just it's unfair, it's totally unrealistic to expect these chaps to come on and do a great job when they've all been tied with the same brush. But having said that, you never know. It's the it's it's the League Cup, isn't it? And we did so goddamn well a couple of seasons ago. And we did so well in the FA Cup last season. You, it is that welcome break, isn't it? I mean, but it's, it still could be quite an exhaustive process having to, those poor fans having to go up to Leicester. But like I said, hey, we could win 2-0. Boom, we're back on track. I doubt it. Yeah, I think we're holding our breaths to, uh, to take away our perils from the Premier League. But I think what it is, is like I say it to a lot of people, we've got quantity over quality. And, and you know, I think I agree with that. There's nobody there really inspirational to come off the bench. Yeah, yeah. No, there's there's no one. I mean, we had Gabby, didn't we? Um, when he first came to the club, it was like absolutely fantastic. Absolute. What a, what a buy. What that was probably. I know. I'm probably you know overstating it, but that's probably one of our last great buys. And and now you're sort of looking at Elenusi when he came on yesterday. What the hell was that? Like, what is he in actual fact? Like, he is just the absolute, like, archetypal sort of antithesis of where we were and where we are now. It's like 15 million quid. I was I was blown away by, like, how we've managed to sign these these chaps just for the sake of it. It's literally just for the sake of it. And now Gow isn't apparently going to put all that much more money into transfers. We have to generate our own um, money, income, etc., where where in the hell are we going to get money now for these for these chaps that are going to try and come in and help us out mm. and get us out of this relegation spot? Mm. Yeah, don't think that's going to happen anytime soon. Well, I guess Tuesday um, could be uh, you know a respite, but um, let, let's try and yeah. wrap it up though, mate. Um, okay, sorry, I'm being very negative. Sorry. What are we going for then? A prediction? Are we going to scrape through again on penalties? Um, no, you know I think we'll win um, predominantly because Leicester, you know. I, I think we will. I don't think Leicester are going to be up to much. I mean, I know they they smashed the Fleetwood, but that's Fleetwood. Um, and I think, yeah, we've we still. You saw that bench. I don't know if you did, but on match today they did show it. The, the Saints bench when we scored those goals was electric. They were going for it. They were so you know they were overjoyed. It looks like the plan was coming together. I think. And then we have we have this cup trip let's see what happens I mean I think maybe 3-0 I'm, I'm just going to put it out there I think we'll we won't turn a corner we'll just freakishly beat Leicester you know we, it was like last season we won't turn a corner it's not going to happen we're too we're too stuck in the mud but I think I think we're going to win yeah 2 or 3-0 positivity yeah I'm I'm probably still a bit drunk you know <laughs> but I'm not but you know um, and before we sign off though um, just tell everybody where we can find you 
Um, well, I'm I'm on Twitter, the Limehouse Podcast. I'm probably I'm going to change that really because that's my old that's my old political podcast. But you can find me on there, the Limehouse Podcast. I'm I'm always on all across you know the Uglies Inside on on um, on Twitter and um, delivery and Total Saints Podcast and Saints FC Podcast. You'll probably hear me on that quite soon. The Saints FC Podcast. That's a a properly good show. Excellent stuff. Well, um, we'll uh, we'll catch up soon, mate. Yeah, Freddie, go on, have a cup of coffee. So once again, a big thanks to William Porteous Blythe, our favourite pirate of the internet. And you can head over to his Twitter to find out some more writing, some more ramblings, and hopefully you'll see him once again appearing on the Saints FC podcast. Do let us know how you think Saints will fare on Tuesday night's League Cup campaign. And who's waiting next in the uh, quarterfinals? It is Manchester City. So do we sack this one off and 100% uh, concentrate on the Premier League? Do let us know if you're going up with some positivity. I'm not holding my breath too much. And up next in the league is Manchester United. So we will catch up later on this week with a full match build-up show. Thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. <laughs>